0: Hey everybody welcome in to the rap Tom Maaway Jess Monticello today uh Clarence black could be popping in here any minute now he had some things to do but it's all good man welcome into another week another uh I guess we're quarantined again still but we try to bring you up bring you up to date and give you the most entertainment uh, for a dollar which is free Right here on NRM Streamcast. And uh, welcome into the Jim Reels friendly Chrysler Jeep studios in Farmington. Tom asaway and Jess. What's up, brother? How, how's things going for you I, at home? And
1: I'm doing well, man. We've you know. had sunshine. I've been yeah. out walking on the so West I. Bloomfield Trail. And... Uh, uh, did a little batting practice with my son yesterday. Cool. Feeling good.
0: That's good, man. Let's keep it up. Uh, anyone that you know, any friends or nothing that are, that are suffering with this virus
1: right uh, now? Nobody that I'm close to right. that I know of.
0: There uh, are a lot of people in our area in Detroit. Unfortunately, is like a hotbed for this uh, virus right now, especially downtown. I think we're up to like either third or, or fourth in, in in the country, and yeah. we still got to watch what we're doing. And they're telling everyone, this is probably the week to stay away from a market or you know a Kroger or something like that the most. This could be like a peak week, and we have to pray that it starts to go down from here.
1: Yeah, and, and that's the, the expectation that we'll start to level off here. And as long as we are continuing to socially distance and do all the things that are hygienically uh, necessary to keep the virus away from us.
0: So we're going to be talking with. Uh, and uh,
1: by the way, thank you for spraying down the studio before we. Oh, came of course,
0: in. I got my trusty Lysol spray here, and uh, obviously earlier today I stopped over at my favorite place, Tim Hortons. Did the drive-through because they are still open. They know during the difficult times, everyone's day-to-day routines have changed, but you can still count on your favorite cup of Tim Hortons Coffee. They're encouraging the guest to use the payment feature on the Tim Hortons app in order to have a low contact restaurant experience. You could also order ahead and earn points toward free items. It's Tim Hortons and we got a bunch of them right here in uh, the Farmington area. We're going to be talking about Mike Lucci and all you old Lion fans know Mike Lucci. He was a phenomenal defensive player. Actually, he was their MVP for like three straight years. He came over in the earl Morrill deal
1: yeah so and he, earl Morrill, you know was going nowhere here and he went know. from went from being nowhere here to the super bowl
0: takes the colts to the super bowl you know they lost but now uh, he took the dolphins to the super bowl the undefeated dolphins Under, were led with don shula don were led shula. by
1: earl Morrall because uh, bob greasy went down with a broken ankle early in the season and why did shula want him Kashula had been an assistant coach here in Detroit.
0: And he was his head coach with the Baltimore Colts. And it's so much uh, to turn around. And why are we going to have Mike Lucian Because we lost an NFL legend over the weekend to the COVID-19 virus. Tom Dempsey passed away at 72 years old. Uh, 73 he was. He had been suffering from dementia. He's been in a New Orleans nursing home and the – Virus hit him hard, and he passed away. Why we bring him up is because any Lion fan knows that if a bad thing is going to happen, it's probably going to happen to our team. And in 1970, it's unbelievable. November the 8th, 1970, Tulane Stadium. And we'll play the cut for you later when we get Mike
1: Lucci on the phone. But he kicks that 63-yard field goal. Do you you remember the game? Oh, my goodness. I was I was in our living room with my dad, who who was a child abuser cuz he made me watch the lions, right? <laughs> Bad and, daddy. <laughs> and I was am you know I was sold out to the lions always was. I, and uh you know I just remember that, this is a 63-yard kick, and everybody's coming on the field. It, it
0: looked weird. He's kicking from his own territory because the goalposts were on the goal line back and, then.
1: And it's kind of casual the way the Lions are coming on the field. They're like, okay, we'll let this guy uh, kick. It'll fall short, and uh, we'll go home and enjoy our win. And the next thing you know, it was business as usual. The Lions lost. Unbelievable.
0: And you know what I found out? They, they, the Lions had a guy back at the goal line, just in case the ball was short. You know who it was? It was Double O Ken Burrow, who later went to Star, of course, leaving here with the Houston Oilers. He <laughs> won a Double Zero, and I only brought—I only saw that because a friend of mine tweeted that out today. I didn't even notice it until I watched that video again. When we watched that video, look back—you'll see one of the Lions at the goal line. that was Double O. Well, they, the, the
1: double O I remember is Jim Otto, who of played, played for Hall of Famer uh, yeah. for the Raiders for the, for the black and Stick silver. Up! Hey, there he is! Give
2: me everything you got.
0: <laughs> Go sit over there, young I man.
2: this place, you <laughs> want him right here, guys. Keep behind the glass.
0: Sit right here, C.B. Sit right here because Jess gets all gets all nervous and stuff. I he don't he don't want you sitting by him. I want everything you got. Have a seat, buddy. <laughs> we're talking about Tom Dempsey who passed away this weekend. Remember he beat the Lions? You don't you don't remember, but it was 63 yards and he the man had no toes on his right foot. No that, fingers man. on his right hand. The boot. And, and he comes in and he boots boots them to a win. And the New Orleans Saints, we're going to have Mike Lucci joining us. He was on the field
1: that day with for the Lions. I just remember how depressed I was from that moment. Right into school the next day.
0: Here's a guy that actually watched it. He was Crazy. in his living room watching it. And his dad was an abuser, he said. He made him watch it. Hey, listen, man.
2: I'm, <laughs> hey, listen. I'm going to tell you both. Thank you for letting me jump in. And I'm they glad I got the I'm glad I spray it. Ah, let it breathe. Glad I got I'm probably going to wind up
0: dying of cancer from this stupid Lysol <laughs> that I've been spraying. I, God forbid. But, you know, God, all these things that we're doing, who the hell knows what we're doing to ourselves?
2: Hey, listen. I want to say a huge... So... You know, we've been talking about this thing for for what a, almost a month now about this thing, man. And it's it it officially not that it hadn't been real, man, with the, the passing of some friends and some notables in the city. And but man, you know, I I was with my wife. She had to get the uh, the test. Why down there? Uh, just a couple symptoms. We don't know if it's just. Hopefully, it's just the regular, Plano flu, man. But if if it's more than that, then but. The number of people that are down there getting tested, it looks like this process is we went to the the eight mile and in, in Woodward State Fairground site. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say thank you to all those people down there volunteering, the medical professionals. Um they got us in, got us out, so and uh got me here. So I'm glad to be here with you you fine gentlemen. How does it work when and, you and go distracted. down? There? How does it work to go down there and get t- tested? So the first thing, man, is you, you gotta have a prescription. So you gotta call your main doctor. You gotta call your main them. doctor. And that's a fight because the I think the, the primary care physicians have been told that, you know, they want to know what symptoms you have. So I can tell you right now that um my wife did not have the traditional symptoms. And the reason why, and just kind of shows you the power of sports still going, the reason the thing that made me the that where I forced my wife's hand was I was um looking at ESPN, Doris Burke. Yeah. It had it. And so the thing that Doris Burke was saying was, you know, that her daughter was like, yo, you something's not right. Because she had the searing headache and the fatigue, but she didn't have the fever. She didn't have the cough. She didn't have the, and so I, I kind of turned to my wife and I was, my wife just kept complaining. Like, she's like, this, this, like, and I thought, well, maybe migraine, maybe. But I just said, you know, she was like, I'm just, I'm tired and I'm just not. And I was, and I thought about that. And, and I mean, it, and it hit me. I thought Doris Burke. I was like, I, I don't know, maybe so she called, got a, got a prescription. it's gonna be seven days before we have the results but man, what I saw down there was just if that was any kind of indication on how things are being run, at least here locally and I know people have had a lot to say nationally, I'm impressed impressed and I mean it, it's it's a line of cars. do you have to get hey. out of your car? No, you don't you don't hey, listen they are they are down there like legit enforcement, don't like have your mask on and do not roll your windows down. They ain't playing. the only time your window comes down is when we got to the little tent they knew who to go to they went to my wife they did the nasal thing which she said was uncomfortable no, it That's sucks. just a fact Would of it she said it was oh she said in both of uh, both nostrils too and she was uh, like miserable yeah, that but sucks. but i mean the fact that they were able to get us in and out man we were in and out of there 35 minutes
1: nice That's great. got our
2: home and got here well, and i've, I've heard was, mayor duggan
1: talking about it uh, uh quite a bit on the radio yeah and uh you know, it's a. It, I'm not usually a a fan of politicians. Yeah. But, uh, boy, he's on top of it. He yeah. seems to be anyway.
2: Yeah. And so I I want to thank my wife, man, because she said like, no, she's not letting go. She's like, don't let Bass be blaming me. She didn't do shit. So my wife said hi, Mass. She Hello, won't man. listen.
1: How's she feeling?
0: <laughs> she ain't listening.
2: Yeah, she's. I don't blame it, her. It, you know that I mean, you know, man, when you got like think of the worst migraine you've ever had, it won't go away, and it's like that, you know. And then the thing is, I know a few people that are like that. They're like, you know, I don't, I don't think I'm. I, I wish they would kind of just talk about some of the other symptoms. And that's why I was so glad that Doris had. Dor... Had I not heard that from Doris Burke, I would have never now got listen, my wife tested. Man, I'm so, a migraine so... sufferer,
0: and last week, I took my migraine meds twice a day for three straight days. I felt fine otherwise, other than my migraine. I had my appetite still. Uh, yeah. I felt fine. But I had, but I get those a lot, man. I, so I would, I, God I don't bless you, brother, because I, I had, terrible. I, had tw-
2: I had two in my life, and both times I was on the, I was they're on terrible. my knees, puking my eyes out. So yeah, I don't know they're, how. They're, they're terrible. But um, you know, and so I know there are other people out there too who I would just encourage people, man, like don't. I I know the shortness of breath is the big stuff, the stuff they can put you on a ventilator. But I mean, you know. There are a lot of people out there. If we're going to fix this thing, I think we got to start to talk about every all the symptoms. So,
0: Clarence Black joins us here uh, live in studio. Uh fresh out of a a test for his wife there. So hopefully everything goes well Me too. there. Jess Monticello, Tom Mazaway, and we have the great Mike Lucci on the phone. We're going down to uh, Florida to find Mike Lucci, the former Detroit Lions standout, back uh, between, where did you play, Mike? Back in the 65 to 73, and three-time defensive MVP here in Detroit. Welcome to the show, Mike. How are you? I'm doing good. It's so
3: great, better a lot of people
0: so. Amen. We're all good. Amen to that. Hey, we have you on. It's great to hear your voice. And uh Jess, by the way, he remembers you as a lion, but he mostly remembers you because he used to go he used to go work out at, at your Bally's place, right, Jess? Yeah, I used to I used to go to Bally's. <laughs> yeah, I
1: knew Mike Mike Lucci Which was there. I went. To, I went to the one on Telegraph near Maple. It's no longer there.
3: Yeah, fifteen to Telegraph.
1: Yeah, and I enjoyed. It. I liked it because there was a track there where you could actually, instead of being on a treadmill, you could actually walk and jog. And uh, it, it was a great place. It had a pool, and <laughs> but it's uh, since been torn down and turned into office buildings.
0: Anyway.
3: Yeah, they did a good job with it. We we had it for a long time, and uh, anyway.
0: Hey, we got you. On beca- place to go? We got you. We got you on because uh, a fellow NFL brother of yours passed away over the weekend, Tom Dempsey. He died at 73 complications from the coronavirus, but he was suffering from dementia at the time. He was in a uh, New Orleans nursing home, but all Lion fans and Jess was able to watch it as, as a young man. I was in New Jersey at the time, so I didn't see the game live. Clarence wasn't even born yet. Oh, don't <laughs> but, do that, man. But besides that. I know Mike hey.
2: Lucci from them damn Ballys, man.
0: I want to take you back. Uh, we're going to play the cut for you, Mike. Give it a listen, and then uh, we want to chat you about it. Tom Dempsey, we're talking about November 8, 1970 at Old Tulane Stadium, New Orleans, down 17-16, and the Lions just coming on the field saying, all right, go ahead, try to kick a 63-yarder. Here it is. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. A man born without toes on his right foot and fingers on his right hand comes in. What are you guys thinking at that time, Mike?
3: Well, you know, the, the crazy thing about it is that now Billy Kilmer's a very good friend of mine, and I see him down here quite a bit. And he, and he tells the story that, that he threw an out. He said, I per- threw a perfect spiral. Actually, he never threw a
0: spiral. No, he twice. never did. <laughs>
3: and he ended up, with Danny which catches it. And. They were lining up for the field goal, and I can remember Alex. It's funny how you remember certain things and you don't remember anything else, but he, Alex is, like, not politically correct, but talking about his size and uh, and some other things
0: on yes. his body. <laughs> yes, they call and them it, stumpy no anyway. They called them you can kick it. They call and he, them stumpy no lovingly. way you can kick it that far. Yeah. Unbelievable, so, man. Yeah, so anyway, you know, I'm—
3: we're just talking about not jumping off sides. I mean, it, it, you know, the reality, let's rush it, but don't jump off sides. And, you know, when he hit it, 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 it sounded like an explosion. But, you know, had he missed, we probably wouldn't even, you know, even thought that way. But uh, I think it would have been good for another, you know, four or five yards probably. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Unbelievable, man. And that was a good Lions team. Matter of fact, it was a Lions team that went 10-4, and made the playoffs for the first time since... Fans know this number. Since 1957, when you guys won a championship, and you weren't there at that time, but that's the first time the Lions make it to the playoffs. It's a hell of a team, and then you guys go and make another record. And it still holds today. You lose 5 to nothing to Dallas in the playoffs. Still the lowest-scored yeah. game in NFL postseason history. But the weather was brutal. Yeah,
3: well, I tell the story that our goalie had a bad day. Yeah, <laughs> he did.
0: He you know, a you know the,
3: the crazy thing about it is that we really had a good football team. And, and uh, I think that when we lost that way, we won our last four games. Yeah. And to get into the playoffs, and, and 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 we had a great deal of momentum, and and it, you, know, you, we believe that, you know we believed that you know there's no way we're going to lose five nothing, obviously, and uh, but we go down there and lose five nothing. I can remember. I see some of the players now, and uh, I, I think it was a game that uh, Chuck Holly ended up when they lost the Super Bowl to Baltimore. Yep. That Chuck Holly ends up being the most valuable player on the losing team. That's how bad a game it was.
0: First time. So I always
3: kid him. I, I kid him. That's uh, they bet our Super Bowl ring and, and we end up losing five nothing. But <laughs> right. I, I actually got uh, three uh, you know, kind of emails. But I, I can go on and on YouTube. Uh, three different people sent me the kick. You, I, I actually have the kick. and I watched it last night. It's just all the things I really love getting, but anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you really appreciated that. <laughs> well, what are friends for, right? That's right. Hey, Mike, I'm, I'm, I was a huge Mike Lucci fan when you were a Lion, and I enjoyed what you did on WJR when you were with them uh, afterwards, uh, and, uh, how, how are you feeling i mean we know how how tough football is on guys uh how how's your body holding up
3: well you know not too bad i've got two artificial knees and a hip and but i've done something probably uh you know whether it's going in the water or walking or whatever it is and i used to be a little you know work out a lot harder so you know i i got a belief that motion is lotion and the yeah. less you use things the more they uh they don't work. So maybe it was a good thing I got into the health club business. But, yep. you know, I always worked out, you know, hard. And I, uh, you know, obviously recently turned uh, the magic number. I have a, I have a lot of friends that said, <laughs> and 60 was great. Don't worry about 70. But I've had about six of them tell me, where do you get to be 80? You talk about bad. So, you know, that's, especially LeBeau and a couple other guys. But anyhow, I, I'm doing good. I'm actually doing okay
0: hey my dad's ninety three years old and he's just, he's still kicking around. he just quit <laughs> bowling a couple of years ago Mike so you got plenty of tread left on your tires I, I know that for sure yeah. so Mike, wow, be in look
2: at it yeah being the being the baby in this room right now at the uh the old age of the young age of forty three i I got to experience your era through something called nFL films <laughs> I want to ask you because you were a you were Cleveland brown for two years while you know, Jim Brown was there, and then obviously uh, Mike Dick, or not Mike Dick, uh, Dick Buckus was a, um, a, a a central a central division counterpart of yours. You know, if you could kind of tell me a little bit about those two, you know, iconic figures. I see them on film, but what was it like to be around Jim Brown and see those things on the field every day, and then be a, a positional peer of, of Dick Buckus? Well, Jim was he, you know, Jim was
3: unique. He, he got up off the ground very slowly, and uh, we talked about it to him one time, and he said, uh, well, they will never know whether I'm hurt or not if I get up the same way every time. And, and, and it, I remember being in Dallas, and I think he gained something like 200 and some yards, and he must have carried the ball, you know, 30 times, or whatever <laughs> it was, and he got up the same way, but he kept running over him, And he, uh, he he was unique. He, he looked like he was uh, carved out of uh, granite or something. I mean, yeah. he he, I never saw him lift a weight, but I know he did push-ups. But he, uh, he, he, he was something special. And we, you talked about a, 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 he had a tolerance for pain. I had a bursa, I had some bone chips in my elbow, and he had one at the same time. And they would go in with a needle and aspirate it, take the blood out, and then wrap it so that you you wouldn't get as much pain when you, uh, when you, you know, use your forearm or, or your elbow. And then after the season that year, I, I had it cleaned out. But he wouldn't let him put the needle in his elbow. And I was we were in there together one time, and I said something to him. He said, no needles. I said, well, he said, what? He said, no needles. He said, they don't put needles in me. I said, okay. <laughs> and, but he would take and pull an elbow pad up over his elbow and wrap it. And, and the, you know, the, the fluid would kind of dissipate. And he'd go carry the ball twenty or thirty times. So his tolerance for pain was pretty good. It was it was off the charts.
0: Uh, well uh, and he got out early. He got out of the game early.
3: Well, you know, he ended up uh I think he and Modell were having a little battle back and forth about yeah. money and then, you know, he made the movie and he went down there where he made uh a hundred rifles. And uh, you know, he did well with it and I think he ended up making, you know, more money, probably out of sure. football, than he made in football, like a lot of us. I know. And, uh, so it it was uh, it was special, it was special to play, uh, you know, play uh, with him, and and you know, I, I really didn't play against my scrimmage against him a few times, but we he was gone, you know. Obviously, uh, I left here in '65, and so I never really played against him. How did I it saw be- him plenty of times.
0: How did it feel to get traded over to the Lions? At the
3: time, it was a rejection because I got there and you know I started every every game as an outside linebacker, and then they fired Paul Brown and Blanton Collier came in and he was moved to be the middle linebacker. So I really wasn't playing regular. I played on special teams. I played on goal line defenses. So it was really I really wasn't you know a real happy camper there. But uh, even so, they were my friends and teammates, and we had won a championship, and, and to be traded to Detroit at the time was a disappointment, but it was the best
0: thing that ever happened. It was. Uh, you played uh, with Detroit 65-73. to 73. You were all NFL in 69, 21 interceptions as a linebacker. Pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I mean, some touchdowns. The game, is,
3: you know, the game has changed so much now, but I, I, I still look at it. That, you know, we, I can remember looking at film. I'm, my my daughter had a wall that was white. And there was not too much on a wall and taking home these big reels. And you know i I think that offenses were a little they were a little more predictable. I mean, it's like uh, not that they're not predictable in some manner now, but they use all its motion. and I, I think they're they kind of like when you look at New England when Brady gets the ball snapped, he has a pretty good idea where he's going. And he knows who's going to be open, and he, he has all, all that movement. And uh, but the game has changed obviously to uh, score points. I mean, it's uh, yeah. I watched a uh, uh, football life
0: Heck yeah. last
3: week or one day on uh, Dan Marino. Amazing. And I see him all the time. I said, "How many yards would you have today? Would you be throwing for?" I mean, you know, I think it would five thousand would look like uh, <sighs> dropping a bucket.
0: He was. Those football lives are amazing. I, that's all I do is watch that. Especially now during the quarantine, I'm watching that. I'm watching the ESPN 30 for 30s. I'm a huge NFL guy. Yeah. I, I matter of fact, yesterday, I this is nuts. And I kind of fast forward a little bit, but I watched the three USFL championship games from the <laughs> mid 80s. I mean, I, I know I'm a little bit I'm I'm a little bit whacked out when it comes to stuff like that. But I just love my football so much. And you know, you mean a lot to us here in Detroit, Mike. Uh, we haven't had success, and we're still trying to rebuild since 1957. Man, you brought us one of our playoff games. There's not many yeah. here in Detroit. I mean, what, what do you tell yeah, Lion fans these days?
3: Well, I, I, you know, they deserve better. I mean, I mean, it's, uh, it's they've been great fans for a long time, and and you know, it's been it's been good football teams. I mean, you know, we look at Barry Sanders. Even you go back and, and when. You know, when I played, if you look at Charlie Sanders and, and Lem Barney, and, I mean, these are great football players and, and could have played at any time, in, you know, any, any era. And, uh, but it's, uh, yeah, it, it's it's hard to you know, think that the Detroit Lions have never been to the Super Bowl. But Amazing. I guess you keep saying, hey, that's what makes uh, life. Uh, what's coming around the corner? Hopefully, uh, you know, one of these days it'll it'll, it'll turn the corner.
0: Hey, I know we, I know we had you on to talk about Tom Dempsey here. We really didn't get many questions in on him. Did, were you friends with him at all during your years? One
3: minute. No, no. I, I, uh, you know, I ran into him at uh, some function. But we, uh, the next year or a year <laughs> after, we played him in an exhibition game. And I think Joe still carried a grudge at uh, at <laughs> <had> kicking off. <laughs> Joe sent two guys up and knocked the crap out of him. you know it's like, uh, but, uh, you know, it's it's kind of crazy when you look at it. That I mean, if you looked at his shoe, it looked like a one by two,
1: right?
3: And it had a you know, this thickness to it, and but he never. I don't think he ever kicked one that far before, and no. you know you know obviously not before and he didn't never kick one after that no. way
0: he was like a journeyman so, uh, after that he was a journeyman he played with the eagles for a bit but that was it hey mike i yeah, can't I, I, we we got to run i can't thank you enough for coming on with us and hopefully we can try you again one of these days
3: well, you have the number, and uh, like I said, it I, I, I'm usually a little busier than this. I'm walking I'm a dog, trying to work out, and can't even hit any golf balls. So uh, oh, anytime you guys want to go on, I, I've got a, a 80 years of uh, story somewhere right. stuck in the back of my brain. Well, Let's look look do
0: forward. it again. We look Thank forward you, to it, Mike. Mike Lucci, okay. former okay. Lion defensive <laughs> MVP. Take it easy, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Hey. The Wrap, how does it get over so quick? Jess Monticello, Clarence Black, Tom Mazaway. thanks to Angel and David in the back. Stevie, we miss you too as well. Keep it right here on The Wrap. Plenty more coming up. We're going to talk Sugar Ray Leonard, Marvin Hagler, when we come back 33 years ago to the day. Keep it right here on The Wrap on NRM Streamcast.